It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer, Ben Mahech, and myself, Anthony Citadino. We are your hosts, and you are now Lockdown Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. Ben and I will be going over a possible center acquisition whether Russell Westbrook and John Wall are still top 10 point guards in a preview at tonight's matchup against the Memphis Grizzlies. But first, I wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by CBDMD. Getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done, but don't worry because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to help you unwind and sleep harder than all-star voters slept on Russell Westbrook because, let's be real, our, our guy did not get the respect that he deserved. But yes, CBDMD.com makes it even easier to relax, regroup, and recharge. They're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code MBA at checkout. Ben, let's get right into it, man. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Andre Drummond as a potential trade target for the Wizards. Uh, but it looks like uh, they might not even have a chance to grab him. Uh, the Cavaliers are reportedly... Uh, looking to buy out Andre Drummond, um, $28 million, Ben. Looks a little difficult uh, to find someone who's going to trade that, so I'm guessing they're going to, uh, to make this buyout at some point this week. The Nets and the Lakers seem like the favorites, right? We've been getting all these updates all day. Uh, people, there's been speculation all day long. Um, so, Ben, really, what do you think about this? And... <laughs> do does Andre Drummond have a chance to come to the DMV to come to, to Washington DC play alongside Bradley Beal Russell Westbrook front court Robin Lopez Mo Wagner and such Alex Len does he have a chance to, to to come to DC well if if the Wizards were lucky enough to get a meeting with Andre Drummond I'd put together a slideshow and the first two pictures I'd put up are Anthony Davis I'd put up Marcus Saul, and then next to those players, I'd put up Robin Lopez, Mo Wagner, and Alex Len, and say, "Hey, Andre Drummond, do you want to be the third best center on the team, or do you want to start and play 30 minutes a game, or can you rebuild your reputation so you're not getting traded for potato chips every year and waived for no reason?" Right? Washington D.C. Play with your boy Brad Beal; they're good friends. So when I see these reports, it really bums me out. Why do the rich keep getting richer? The, the Lakers have no use for Andre Drummond, but the sole purpose for collecting more talent. Unnecessarily, you have Marc Gasol, you have Andre Drummond, or, uh, or Anthony Davis. What is the point? Why do you need Andre Drummond? You don't. Well, right now, it might just be because, you know, they're, they're trying to get some insurance for Anthony Davis' uh, health, you know, health. Oh, so he's insurance. Hey, Andre Drummond, come play for us. You're insurance. Hey, in Washington, well, you're a starter well, and you're a no. star. <laughs> hey, I'm not arguing with you there, pal. But if he does go to L.A., I don't know how, how much 
the Lakers would really hang on to Mark. I'm, I'm guessing they might they would waive him. No way. No. Maybe get no. He's too good of a locker room guy. Has too much playoff experience. Coming off a championship like just a year ago, two years ago, I don't think you can waive a Marcus All. I think he's yeah. past the point in his career where you waive a guy like that. You probably waive. I mean, they they waived Quinn Cook. I'm sure there's maybe the uh, the Giannis's brother. If if you're yeah, you're right. Known right, as yeah. Giannis's brother, people don't even really know your name. Yes, and I I also cannot say his name right now. I think it's Costas. Okay. Okay, I think, fair. I think it is. So him, maybe? I mean, you got to keep Mark. So if that's the case, I mean, even if they don't, even if for whatever reason they waive Mark, dude, you're still the second or third best big on that roster. They play Mar- Markeith Morris as a small ball five sometimes. It's like they don't really need you. The only and they do that because Anthony Davis doesn't seem to really like playing the, the five spots. Which so is so bizarre. But It, it is. It, it is a little, little odd. But, again, they want to make their golden goose happy. Uh, obviously, they're two golden gooses. Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Uh, LeBron seems happy. But, yes, again, um, we would have thought the Brooklyn Nets would have jumped on more length like this, right? I mean, I mean for contender-wise, I mean, obviously, we, we want, you know, drum, a guy like Drummond to come to Washington, D.C. Absolutely. But when we're talking contenders, uh, it seems like Brooklyn really is the team that's, that needs, you know, more, more depth to the front court. But even there, it's like – and I'm saying these things in the hopes that Andre Drummond is like listening to this, but I'm sure that people in his are in his ear already telling him this stuff. And I'm almost like, of course, the Wizards are going to show interest if he is available and he has mutual interest in Washington, as I think he should. Looks, Alex Len picked them for a reason. Obviously, Alex Len is not of the stature of an Andre Drummond, but he picked Washington over other teams, knowing that he would have right. playing time, right. and also because he had connections on the team. Andre Drummond has the biggest connection on the team in Bradley Beal. They're good friends off the court. They have a bond after playing for Team USA together. Like, well, let me, let me ask you this, though, because most, a lot of players, like we just saw with Blake Griffin, a lot, a lot of players that go through this situation of buyout, if, they're, if they get waived, what, what have you, whatever it is, they sign with contenders. Let me ask you this, Ben, I guess. So if, if Andre Drummond um, is looking at contending teams only, in my mind, I don't have the, the Washington Wizards as a contender. Would you have them on that list? I mean, Anthony, how dare you even ask that? <laughs> They're 14 and 20. We're not even talking about them even being a guaranteed playoff team. This is what I'm talking about, man, exactly why he's looking at those teams. But, yes, right. and I get that. If you want to win a championship easy, sure, go ahead, and people won't even remember you were on the roster. Hey, man. Right? You're champ. You're champ. And who knows? I'll have to Google it and Brian, remember. Like, Ryan Scalabrini, baby. Yeah, when you think of the 08 Celtics, 08. Celtics do you, do you, you know. think of him? I think of his interview, his legendary interview. Well, because you're weird, all right, Anthony? <laughs> Most people will remember Kevin Garnett yelling, anything is possible. They don't remember Brian Scalabrini at the end of the bench. I remember a guy who got no minutes, you know, give it an interview. I'm telling you, look it up, <laughs> legendary interview. No, you, but no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. But no. Let's I, please, Andre, do you want playing time? Do you want to rebuild your reputation? People think you're a throwaway center. People think you're insurance. Oh, you're insurance. Okay, listen, I wasn't just calling Andre Drummond insurance. I said the Lakers. The Lakers might be, you know, insuring themselves by trying to get more depth in in their front court. Just because Anthony Davis, he's he's a question mark right now. Ben, obviously, aggravating your Achilles tendon is not anything good for a contending team, especially when Anthony Davis is pretty much the key to to them. You know, getting another finals run. Obviously, LeBron James, the focal point. 
uh, you know, runs the offense. He is one of the greatest players ever. But still, Anthony Davis having him, that secures them, you know, running going to the finals again, right? 100%, of course. I think if Anthony Davis is healthy, they're the best team in the league and they win the championship, I think. Even as good as Brooklyn has shown to be as right. the star power they have, no one on that team can guard Anthony Davis. Do you really want to go to a team that just signed Blake Griffin that they anticipate playing a small ball five, taking more of your minutes? To me, it's like, do you want to be in a situation where your career is stabilized, you're looked at as the third star on the team, or you're playing 30-plus minutes a game, or you're proving the league wrong? Because this perception around the league, look, he got traded for John Henson and Brandon Knight. That was what he got traded for, for from Detroit. Neither of those dudes are in the NBA anymore. And now we're talking about a buyout? For whatever you say about Andre Drummond, he's a better player than what his perception is right now. And in Washington, D.C., he'd be able to rebuild his reputation, play at the all-star level, which he's played at before, and make a legitimate impact. Because with all due respect to Robin Lopez, Mo Wagner, and Alex Len, there's a legitimate gap between them and Andre Drummond. And I oh, think- 100%. And he's got a bad rep, Ben. He's had a bad rep in the league. I mean, he played with Detroit. He's playing in and Cleveland what? now. Because you know, it's Dwight Howard? It, it, no, but exactly, but, but not not succeeding in the postseason uh, on a team that's not succeeding exactly why he gets the, the the grief that he gets from everyone not being a great center obviously he stuffs the stat sheet he's super capable on the board and the glass it's, it's it's absolutely great what he always brings to the table and he's a great scorer too in that I, I mean, he's a great addition to any team but he just has not been on a very good team yet would he make the Washington Wizards that much better absolutely and that's Having my play, point Having him play alongside Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, that'd be amazing. They're 100% in the playoffs. Uh, he'd get 30-plus uh, minutes right out, out of the gate averaging. Um, and then, you know, Robin Lopez, Alex Lennon, and Mo Wagner, they would, you know, have lesser roles for sure. But, but this would be a, a great thing for Washington. Ben, but from what you're saying, the question that you're pretty much asking him, like, do you want – more, do you want to be a part of a team where you, where you get more minutes, for, you know, where you get more productivity, or do you want to go and maybe win a ring? And, 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 and so, to a lot of guys, to a lot of guys, they're going to go and, and try and win that ring. He's right? still in his 20s. Like, this isn't a situation where he's Blake Griffin, 32 years old, has been multiple-time All-NBA, and he's like, his career is coming to an end soon, so he's chasing a championship with, which is fine. Dude, Andre Drummond is still in his 20s. He can play high-level basketball. There's no reason to ring chase right now. If you go to Brooklyn, if you go to Los Angeles, you're accepting the fact that you're a bench player, right? You're playing off the bench for probably both of these teams, and you're playing 15 to 18, maybe 20 minutes a game. That's not the player he wants to be, I don't think. I'm not going to fault him if he does that because, of course, the championship is a championship. But if you want to solidify yourself as a top big, which he can be, you go to a place like Washington where you're allowed to play big minutes, play your role. He's not going to take shots away from Russ and, and, and Beal. He's a rim runner. He can protect the rim. And people knock him like he's not a good rim protector. Sure, he's a good rim protector. He's not Dwight Howard. He's not Akeem Olajuwon. He's not Shaquille O'Neal. He's not Ben Wallace. But that's okay. The, the people have absurd expectations for him. But guess what? He, at his peak, he was an all-star caliber player. He stuffs the stat sheet. He's one of the best rebounders in the NBA. Enough with the Andre Drummond slander. And at his peak, too. Tell you the truth, Ben. At his peak, I feel like we're still there. When you really look throughout his career, I mean, like, like we brought up, Detroit, throughout his time there, they were not very good. Um, in Cleveland, during his time, during, you know, throughout there this year, last year, they have not been very good. He has two all-star selections, and he's been a four-time uh, rebounding champion of this league, and he's still putting up very similar numbers, 
to when he's re- really always putting up. He's, you know, averaging over 13 rebounds a game. Uh, and, you know, he's averaging close to 20 on a team where they have a million centers, right? So, so now, Ben, I ask you this question. So, you know, you're making a good case for the Wizards. And I want him to come to the Wizards. But, again, you as Andre Drummond, you're getting the grief from, from fans all over the league, from the media, you know, that you're, a, you're kind of a crappy center. You're not a good rim protector. You're, you're, you know, you're not good on the defensive end. You're, you're, not, you're not a piece for a championship team. Uh, you only get selected twice um, to an all-star selection. Um, you, you've almost been in the league for 10 years. You haven't really sniffed the playoffs. But now you have the chance to. Now you have the chance to go to one of these contenders and be appreciated because, Ben, as we do know, a lot, of, a, a lot more players that are on contending teams get much more appreciation because they're there at the end when the most people are viewing, right? We see our guy Bradley Beal last year. He got – no one was watching him. No one – besides us. No, no one was looking at him. He was averaging over 30 a game. He, he was just – he was going absolutely berserk. He was playing some of the best basketball he's ever played, in, you know, in his career. And he played the best basketball, really, in my mind. He was really playing, you know, top five player basketball last year. And he got no love because of the small market team because they were not, were not doing well. So, Ben, you know, not – I mean, and Brad, he's very, very – he wants – he's very loyal, wants to stay in D.C., and that's great. And I'm just bringing him up as an example. But for a lot of other guys – you know, they get tired of that, right? Which we have talked about with Brad. So Andre Drummond, I would not be surprised if he went to a contender just because of the beginning, just because of his entire career, really. And how, and he has not gotten any sort of respect as a center. He really hasn't. And I, I look at his, I mean, you mentioned his numbers. He's playing, he's averaging 18 and 14. He's still one of the best rebounders in the league. He's only 27 years old. He's going to be forgotten. You go to Brooklyn, you go to, you go to LA. If you don't think he's going to get the love now, why would he get love there? You're, you're playing in the shadow of Kevin Durant, LeBron James, James Harden, Anthony Davis. Wherever you go, you're going to be entirely overshadows. You're not averaging 18 and 14 in L.A. You're not averaging 18 and 14 in Brooklyn. You're averaging 8 and 8, 10 and 10, a double-double. You're playing 20 minutes a game. You're forgotten. And you're going to play that same role Dwight, that, that 95-year-old Dwight Howard did last year for the Lakers. Do you really want to do that when you're 27? Oh, to wow. me, it's like... No, why would you want to do that? You're, you're, you're going to accept the league's perception of you, that you're a backup center, that you're not as good as your stats say? That's an absurdity. He shouldn't accept that. And if I was his agent, I would say, hey, Andre Drummond, what's more important to you right now? Do you want to be the 13th player on the team that wins a championship and people have to Wikipedia and say, oh, remember Andre Drummond played for that team? Oh, I forgot about that. Or do you want to actually play for a team that you're going to c- contribute for and you're going to rebuild your reputation so you can get that max contract that you can deserve? Instead of what playing for league minimum with the Lakers, that's absurd. And if his if he does do that, I got to question his agent. What are you doing? He's twenty seven years old. You're treating him like he's his career's over. We're treating him like he's Blake Griffin. That's absurd, Andre. You want to rebuild your reputation? You want to play big minutes? You do it in D.C. You want to be the thirteenth guy on the team and be forgotten? Go to L.A. Those are your options. Enjoy your championship. That I'll have wow. to Wikipedia in ten years. Wow. So wow, we. Oh, Ben, Ben really just went off there, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And guys, oh, I mean, also, we, we got to tell Ben that, that, you know, still this, this Dwight Howard slander. He's locked on Wizards listeners. No there's, still a lot of, there's still a lot of Dwight Howard fans that are here. Okay. The two 95, games that he in Washington. 95 years old, you said? Okay. The guy's 35. I, I get that he's not 
the, he's not the youngest, but hey, the man is spry. He's a journeyman. And if Andre Drummond wants to be that, go to LA. Wow. So Ben, what, what I'm hearing from you is you're, you're a little tired of this trend in the NBA, really, with, with star players, star talent, kind of, should I say, selling out? But he's going, not even that. Going, to, go, go, going to, to contenders? Star players don't get traded for John Henson and Brendan Knight. That's what the league thinks he is. If he wants to accept that, sure thing. Go to Brooklyn. Go to L.A. You're the guy who got traded for Brandon Knight and John Henson. Looks like that's who you are. You're the guy who's getting bought out. Looks like who, that's who you are. You want to accept that perception? That's not my perception. That's what the fact. We're talking about him getting bought out. Gotcha. So you're saying him getting bought out, if he wants to accept the perception of him, him like, you know, the team being, being done with him, yeah. that, that, he should, that he should sign with a contender and accept a lesser role. That, that's what For sure. That's, hey, that's what the league's telling you you are? Accept it. Do you want to show them you're an all-star caliber center? You want to show them that you can help lead a team to the playoffs? Mm, okay. Go to Washington. Mm-hmm. We've seen other, team, other, other players do that, right? We thought Chris Paul, the league was done with Chris Paul, right? I mean, league I was wasn't, but yes, you're right. You I are mean, he right. He got shipped the to Oklahoma was. City. People Absolutely. thought his career was over there. And what did oh, he yeah. do? He led him to you the playoffs, right. and now he got traded to Phoenix, and now they, now, they, he's, now they look like a contender. So that's a lesson to be learned from Andre Drummond. But we got a lot more. Love it. Love it. In. Love the rant, baby. Get into it. Get into it. <laughs> we got a lot more to get into, but before we do that, we want to let you know about Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, they'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could use the benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our Lockdown Wizards listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout. Pay just $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your first month free. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're sponsoring everything you need to know about the Wizards. Fuck, dude, I'm... I'm shitty at this right now. Go. You're fine. You're fine. We're covering everything you need to know about the Wizards, but what about the rest of the sports? Lockdown Now podcast has you covered there as well with Lockdown Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, we talked about this a little bit off air, but I figured we'd bring the conversation to the Lockdown Wizards listeners. Our favorite guards, former Wizards guards, Gilbert Arenas and Nick Young, released a podcast. And they mentioned John Wall and Russell Westbrook in it. In context, they talked about whether LaMelo Ball is a top 10 point guard. Nick Young thought he's right off the bat better than Russ and John. 
Gilbert, who's obviously good friends with John, disagreed. Even if he did agree, I imagine he wouldn't say that on camera. But I'm going to ask you straight up, I mean, who's right in this debate? I mean, I wrote up a list of <laughs> best point guards in the league, and to be honest, I don't have John or Russ even in my top 16. That's no slander on them, but just to rattle off some names, you got Curdy, Lillard, Darren Fox, Luka Doncic, Kyrie, Jamal Murray, Mike Conley, Chris Paul, Ben Simmons, Trey Young, John Morant, Malcolm Brogdon, Deontay Murray, Colin Sexton, Shai Gilgis Alexander, Kyle Lowry. I mean, this, that's no order, but those are all all-star caliber players on any given night. So squeezing Russ and, and, and John in there, it's tough. And squeezing Lamelo oh, even tougher. God. Oh, God. Oh, but, okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you named a bunch of great point guards. Deontay Murray. As much as I love him, you know, you know, in his young days um, in San Antonio, are we really? He he's in the convo over over John and Russ right now. Is that what we're doing, Ben? Is that what we're saying to these people? John Tam, yeah? yeah, yeah. I don't even think it's. I mean, yeah, Deontay Murray's better. <laughs> Come on, than Come on. No, okay. So, Ben, the, the the first the first question to these lock for, the, for our lockdown Wizards listeners. I hope. Um, I hope you've been enjoying what you've been seeing with Russell Westbrook this year. And I hope you've also been watching John Wall this year. Um, ben and I have been talking about John Wall, um, not nearly as much as we probably should have been uh, the first half of the season, but John has been playing on a great level. He has been able to show that he can still play at the level when he last left two years ago. And Russell Westbrook started the season off hurt and he's back playing like himself averaging a triple double pretty much um you know the, the last 15 games at least um he's not averaging it over the season but he will be soon um it's, it's pretty much right there it's like 20 uh 9.8 and 9.7 or something like that so yes he, he will be at some point but i digress the, the you know lamello ball is so amazing to watch i love watching him i i, I really have this is probably the most I've really enjoyed watching Charlotte Hornets hoops my whole life, Ben, tell you the truth. I don't, I don't know about you, but watching him play has been absolute delight. He's, he is sensational. He is by far better than I thought he was going to be right out of the gate. Um, he looks like he's exceeding his brother Lonzo and um, he's looking like a great franchise franchise player uh, from uh, MJ and, uh, and the Charlotte Hornets. Ben, when we talk about, being a better basketball player, being a better point guard than, than guys like John Wall, guys like Russell Westbrook that have been so established in this league for so long, um, all-star caliber, MVP caliber, Hall of Fame caliber players. Um, yeah. So maybe some, someday down the road, I'm rooting for Melo. I want him to be as great as he can, can ever be. I really hope he has a great career. But absolutely, one hundred thousand percent, not. No, he is not a better player than Russell Westbrook or John Wall. He is no. He the, the intuition is, is not even comparable. The, the type of play is not even comparable. I mean, he he's a kid. He didn't he didn't even go to college, Ben. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of time to learn. He's a he's the best rookie right now that I've seen. He's going to win Rookie of the Year. It's looking like, um, and that's great. And at some at some point he might surpass these these uh, point guards, but we're talking about some of the best point guards um, the past thirty years, really. In Russell Westbrook and John Wall, Ben, 
these, these two guys, when we talk about, you know, their careers, their, you know, them as um, leaders of their teams, it's, uh, it's pretty unparalleled. I, I know that they, they didn't win a championship um, for, for their respective teams, Russ and OKC, John obviously in DC, but they, they were, they were such dominant point guards when they were, you know, you know, before, you know, before John's injury and um, when, when Russ was still, uh, you know, playing in OKC alongside Kevin Durant, these guys were, were such all-star caliber players, MVP caliber players, and um, the fastest players, really. I mean, I mean, when we're talking about John and Russ, such, such, like the fastest players you, you can ever imagine. And they performed so consistently on a nightly basis, so tremendously consistently. I mean, they, it, it was nothing for them, and everyone took it for granted. No one appreciated it besides us, really, and the, the rest of, you know, uh, you know, OKC's fans and, and uh, true Wizards fans for sure. So, yeah, Ben, LaMelo Ball, I'm rooting for you, Melo. I know you're probably not listening to us. I hope you will be soon coming to Lockdown Wizards, Melo, but he's probably listening to Lockdown Hornets. I get all that, right? But, but no, Ben, I, I mean, this is no slander to him. Russ and John Wall are just better point guards. They have more intuition. They're older. They're just, they're just better ball players. And someday, maybe LaMelo will be better. But when we're talking right now about a rookie, no. No, 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 not about these two. No. Wow. I mean, look, we took a, we took a stroll down memory lane there. We did. We did. And I, I appreciate hope enjoyed that. It. Uh, look, Russell Westbrook being an MVP caliber player. That was, that was cool four years ago. I really enjoyed him averaging a triple double and, and leading that team, that Oklahoma city team. It was great, but it's 2021. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Ben. Give us your take, my friend. It's Give sad. It. Look, ahead, part of ahead. growing up that I think a lot of basketball fans uh, recognize, and it's a tough thing to recognize, a tough thing to even accept, is the fact that yesteryear is not today. And, and it's fun to envision Russell Westbrook dunking on people and being MVP and holding up that trophy and John Wall blowing past people and hitting the game winner 2017 in the playoffs, but it's 2021 and Russell Westbrook's the least efficient player in the league. He's the most turnover player prone player in the league. And we've questioned whether or not he's even over the hill this year. I'm looking at LaMelo ball. It's last five games, 20 and eight, 22 and six, 24 and 12, 30 and eight, 19 and five. Does it efficiently the last 10. He's put, he's put up, 20 points a game on 48% shooting, 41% from three. He can get it done in any way because he's that good. I was low on LaMelo. I didn't think he'd be this good this quickly. He looks like he can be a superstar. If you're telling That's me which, which three of these players can help you win a basketball game, just a single basketball game in 2021, if you had to choose one of these guys and your life depended on it, I mean, of course you go LaMelo Ball because in 2021, I think he's a better basketball player than these guys. That's not to say that he's more experienced. He has more intuition. Of course not. These guys have been playing ball for a decade in the league, decade plus. LaMelo's only played, what, 30 games, 35 games, of course. But at this point in their careers, it's just not fair. It's like when you're watching an old lion. He's, he was the king of the pride, right? The king of the jungle. Hey, Simba comes around sometimes. You're making them sound <laughs> like... Simba comes they're... around. You're making them sound like Vince Carter last year. He was 64 years I mean, old in Atlanta. I mean, is Russ the same player he was even two years ago? 
Listen, I'm not saying he's, he's. I'm not saying he's done, but he didn't make the All Star team in the East for a reason. Hey Ben, I think I think you're in for for some egg on your face the second half of the season, my friend. Perhaps. Russ is Russ, Russ is 100, percent and he had a break to uh to to, to rest. So I I'm fully I I fully fully believe that he will be back 100 like himself, dunking on people just like he was, averaging a triple double the second half of this season. But that's you know I digress. Keep going, keep going. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not saying that LaMelo is guaranteed better than him. I think you can make a case. But look, let me that list quickly that, that we mentioned earlier. I'm saying, so, so you're asking the question, if I would pick and the, the, three, the three players, you know, who, if you put them on a team, who would help you win the most yeah. for a single game? I, I have to say that LaMelo would be picked last for me. I would okay. pick – I'd Fair probably enough. pick uh, Russ, John, and then and – then, Fair enough. Um, Right and it's hard to it's it's hard to debate. And, 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 and Charlotte, they did put together kind of a good squad. That's what I mean, really. I don't think they, they won that as many games as they have without him. But look I, at this and, and I believe you. I I I I do believe. But but also, I, I think Russ has a good share, you know, of the win totals for 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 Washington as well. You know, he has helped out a good amount. I mean, good God, if you told me with John Wall or I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, that 34 games yeah. into the season that yeah. they'd be 14 and 20. In the East, right. where where you can be seventeen games below five hundred and and make the <laughs> first seed, it's like I'd be I'd be a little surprised. But here we are, and then look, I think some of that look, Russ could bounce back. He could show flashes of being old Russ or whatever. It's just it's hard to accept after thirty four games, especially the bubble he had, and now the thirty four games he's played in Washington. It's hard to see him, hard to see him be that old Russ, that explosive Russ, that non turnover Russ, that that game changing Russ. Non turn. I mean, yes, and. And we, we saw little little instances, random games where he where he, right, went back to that and 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 did not turn over the ball too too much. But flashes got, are fine. Flashes, flashes are fine. Flashes, you know, they come and go for sure. But, but that, that's and, the thing. The league is so. I mean, look at the names we just listen listed off. A guy like Colin Sexton is not a household name by no means. We forgot about him. We oh, but he's growing. He's growing in Cleveland. Fantastic. He's pretty, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's absolutely sensational. All these guys, Malcolm Brogdon. These are all all star talent players. I guess who's your top three about. then, Ben? If we're talking going, top. Top uh, point guards in the league. Who's who's Ben Mahich's top three point guards? In the league? I'm gonna go. It's hard because what Lucas, I guess, is point guard. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm I mean, if you're gonna there. if you're gonna keep him as a point, yeah, for sure, keep All him. Right, I'm I'm going I'm going I'm going Dame, Steph, Luca. Were you thinking about Kyrie? No. No, I was thinking. Chris Paul. I was thinking about Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah. So is that in order? Yeah, I'm going Dame. Dame Steph. You're gonna go Dame. Dame number one overall this Kurt, season, oh man. Gotcha. I think Dame gotcha. is like and playing MVP type basketball. And I, Dame. I, that that's so hard. They're like almost on the same level. It's Steph, oh, they're Dame. they're all playing absolutely out of their minds. And yes, Damian Lillard. You know, everyone thought that was a you know a big shot to him on not being an, uh, a starter. In my mind, I mean, of course, he's an all-star. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's, he's an all-star is an all-star. That, that's just what it is. He's playing absolutely out of his mind. But, Ben, you're right. In my top three, I got Chris Paul there for sure. I got – I yeah, I got um, I got Chris Paul, uh, Steph, and Dame is, um, in, in my top three as well. I love Luka. Uh, they're just having a little bit of a rocky start. And, um, I mean, how can you go – I mean, what Steph is doing – I mean, this guy – 
we saw over the all-star break what he did in the in the three-point contest that was you love you love when these guys are out here and it honestly made me a little sad that clay thompson was not a you know a part of this and it makes you sad when great great players like this aren't are you know are hurt and are out for full seasons because the warriors right now should be you know so much more than they are they probably should be contenders right now and they will be once Clay's back. That's how right. good these two are, right? They're two right. of the best shooters Absolutely. of all time. Literally one and two. Two of the best shooters of all time in any order. Is that the best backcourt of all time, Ben? Are we going to give it like a crazy take right now? I mean, can, he even, can he even come up with even close two? I'm not. I'm not. There's not one that's coming I guess Isaiah right Thomas and Joe Dumars, but even them. I'm sorry, Isaiah and Joe Dumars. Yeah. Lit up by Steph and Clay. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, Steph and Clay, they got three. Three rings. Well, yeah, I can't think. I mean, I'm. this is off the cuff, obviously. I'm. I, there's. There's not one in my mind. No. There's not. I mean, it's not no, even close. No, it's no. not even close. Just with how unbelievable Clay is at a catch and shoot. I mean, and, and, and Curry off the dribble is. Just, they're perfect. It's, it's unbelievable what when they're fully healthy. I was so excited to watch that team this year, but and that was that was so so devastating when when we got the news about Clay Thompson. So uh, prayers up for Clay, obviously, and uh, speedy recovery. But yeah, Ben, I think. Um, yeah, no, the the league is has is so deep at the point. Ridiculous, position. and you forget it, it's there's so many. We're talking about the top three right now, and we're leaving out guys like Luca, Kyrie, Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons, John Morant, Trey Young. Young. Oh, I mean, there's so many we're talking about, and and it's the I love. The, the guard position in, in the league is just – it's flourishing, and it's just – it's a great thing to, to watch is, right now. I'll make this comment before we head to the next segment. This – I think we're living in the golden age for hoops. I mean, the, the things that these players can do – look at this list. None of these players are is like the other. Right, right. right. Chris Paul couldn't be more different than Ben Simmons. 100%. Deontay Murray couldn't be more different than Steph Curry. All these players have such niche skills, but yet they can do everything. I'm sorry, Ben Simmons. That's a great, only, only that's a great point. It's insane how, how, how elite <laughs> these players are. I mean, we, we throw out Deontay Murray. It's like, dude, Deontay Murray, if he played in 2010, he's a top five oh. point guard. He'd be oh absolutely, and he's great. I didn't mean to like you know send a send a no not at him, all, but, but, but yes, but that's yes. how deep the league is. And John Moran, I mean, he deep, might man. as well be a young Russ. John Morant is Incredible. John Morant is when you watch him play, you get done watching a Memphis Grizzlies game. I don't know if anyone out here feels the same as I do. I bet Ben you do, but after I watch you know a full game, I'm just like, man, the league is in such good hands. Exactly. I mean, you, I mean like you, I mean you, you got guys like him, Zion. I mean Zion, everyone, all these guys. There's such great young talent, and that's super insane. exciting for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, 20 years, you know, ahead. So, I mean, you so, could yeah. rattle off like 30 young players just on this list alone, like De'Aaron Fox, often forgotten about. I mean, even Gilbert and Nick Young, they were listing their That's top how deep guards it and is. just forgot about them. So, like De'Aaron Fox is literally Albert Garden, you just forgot about him. Mike Conley, first time All Star, forgot about him. Mike Conley, All Star this year. Exactly. Yeah, like, we're, forgot about him. We're not even mentioning like that. That's how deep it is. That is, li- that's, it's unbelievable. And it's, uh, it's great for basketball, Ben. It's a, it's really, is a, it's, it's a guards league. Everyone can shoot. Um, this really reminds me of um, I don't know last week if you if you saw when uh, Candace Parker on TNT really schooled uh, Shaquille O'Neal yeah, yeah. talking about spacing the floor, talking about really how this is a guards league and like how everyone can shoot that you can't that you got to change you know you, you got to change the way that you, your rotations you got to change your switches you got you the league just switches now 
Oh, and if you can't shoot, you got a 6'7 or 6'10 point guard like LaMelo Ball and Ben Simmons. Good luck guarding that. Who have court vision. They basically have eyes in the back of their heads. Oh, yeah, so they can't shoot. Pass like a madman. Full court passes like it's with their eyes closed. So that's cool. Good luck guarding that. Yeah, good luck guarding that. Ben, Ben, yeah. It, and this is all great. And we, uh, we got so much more to talk about, about all this. Uh, you got me hyped up, man, before the break. But, yes, so much more to get into about the, uh, the Wizards' next game uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies, actually. So, yeah, before we get into all that, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the market now. Built Bar is amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate. On all bars. Now it's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today, today's matchup uh, is German chocolate versus salted caramel. Although salted caramel can definitely satisfy your desire for a dual flavor, German chocolate might be the favorite here. It's a classic flavor it will satisfy you and just and, and make you just desire really pure chocolate go to builtbar.com or built or at built bar on twitter remember to use the promo code locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order that is locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check to see who won today's matchup um and who is the best tasting uh built bar uh protein bar on the market right now so yes Go to BuiltBar.com, 20% off your next order. So, guys, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Ben and I use it all the time. He just filled up on all his parlays tonight. Football is over, but college hoops, the NHL, are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds, and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place all your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website right now, today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Go use the promo code Locked On. March Madness is only a few weeks away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on this year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has released his Big Board 2.0 with Profiles of Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you may listen. Ben, finally, we have Washington Wizards basketball back. I know you're hyped, man. I'm fired up. Last time the Wizards met with the Memphis Grizzlies, it was so- it was a somber night. There's really not. There's really no other way to put it. It it was it was a tough watch. Lost 125 to 111. John Morant absolutely went off. Russell Westbrook could not contain him. 35 points in 33 minutes. Beal had a, an uncharacteristic night, I guess, with 23 points. Of course, we say that. We just assume that he scores 30-plus. And I'm sorry, Brad, if you're out there listening. I don't want to take you for granted because everything that you've done this year, last year, every year that you've been in the league has been unbelievable. And um, we appreciate everything that you do. Um, but, yes, Brad and Westbrook, they combined for 14 turnovers against the Memphis Grizzlies. Ben, what do the Wizards need to do to redeem themselves against the, the Grizzlies, uh, you know, this lovely Wednesday night? Are, are we going to see a win from these guys? I mean, they got to play. It's the same thing with the Wizards. It's like 
you got to value every possession. You mentioned the 14 turnovers between Beal and Westbrook. Both were kind of out of control. The team looked flat. Uh, they, they had some momentum. They lost it there. They've won eight of their last 11. The Wizards got to take care of the ball, and you got to play every quarter like it matters. You know, the Wizards have a tendency to start slow, come back after being down double digits, and try and close it out. That stuff doesn't work. It's the second half of the season. Every single one of these games count. The, the Grizzlies are obviously very good for a young team. John Morant is a superstar, as we mentioned earlier. The Wizards have to play like they're a playoff team. You can't take possessions off. can't take quarters off. It's going to get a little interesting. Uh, we learned Wednesday that Scott Brooks might be out due to COVID protocol. We thought the Wizards were over, done with this stuff, but apparently not. Uh, he said that he hopes to coach. That's the plan. We'll see how the league proceeds here. But if he doesn't, they're in good hands. Michael Lombardi is regarded as one of the better defensive coaches. Uh, the Wizards signed him for that reason or hired him for that reason. So shouldn't be much of an issue there. But, yeah, the Wizards have to value every possession here because if you don't, you're going to have to catch, catch John Morant on the break. And, and if you turn the ball over the way they did, it's over. They're too athletic. They're too young. They're too enthusiastic. Right. They're too good. I was just about to say that, Ben. 22 turnovers the last time against the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, that was horrendous. So what do they really need to do to, um, I mean, kind of, you know, stop this because when the Wizards get in a rhythm on, on some of their better nights when they have nine or 10 turnovers, um, it looks like, you know, those nights are spacing the floor, but, you know, you know, a, a lot better than the offensive event and they're getting shots up. That night against Memphis, it just seemed like they had such a time, such a hard time, you know, to, to get shots up when they got down to the other end. I, 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 really, I really hope they are able to turn it around here, Ben, because having them go 15 and 20 sounds a lot better. Than 14 and they're and inching closer to the playoff spot with, the, with those wins. And exactly. obviously with 30, just 30-plus 30 games left in the season, every single one of these games counts. And, and given the standing position, losing to a team like Memphis, with all due respect, I mean, they're obviously a solid young team. It's not like you're playing against a contending team, so the Wizards have to take advantage of these winnable games because Memphis is a winnable game. It's a matter of them just not tripping over themselves, really, so to speak. Don't get in the way of yourself. We've seen Beal and Westbrook at times, especially Westbrook, more so Russ, where he gets ahead of himself, uh, almost tries to do too much, turns the ball over a high level, and you can't do that against a young team like the Grizzlies because before you know it, you're down 15-20 right, right. and the game's over like, the, like, like, that, like that game uh, that we're previously discussing. So Russ just never got started. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to get started when you're turning the ball over that much, right? Exactly. Yeah. If if you're turning the ball over 20 times, your best players have a combined 14 turnovers. I mean, it's over. You can't win that game. So you have to value the possessions. I think Russ has to just play at a controlled tempo, right? Of course, attack the basket. If you're under break attack, but there's times where the wizards rely on him one-on-one in in ISO situations and it doesn't end well. Russ needs to move the ball. Uh, play that distribution role. He'll get his triple double. He'll get his numbers. But playing in a controlled fashion, when when Russ does that, he plays at an all star level. The Wizards need him to do that going forward for the rest of the season, not just against his game in Memphis. You're right, Ben, and, and I I truly believe that he will. Um, let's hope that he's able to stay healthy. And yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, the, you know, the last game against Memphis, Brad did not have nearly the, you know his his normal night shooting, and Russell Westbrook also struggled. So so. You know, we're not going to assume that they're going to have better games, but yes, we hope they have better games for sure. But Ben, it was an outlier. In, right? 
It's like, well, how yeah, often is how often is. he'll give you 23 points is good for most NBA players for hundred percent an outlier though. Exact. Yeah. But, but for Brad, you look at it and you scratch your head and you know, he started off right. the night shooting the ball like really, really poorly, which is very rare. Right. Um, obviously he's going to come back from his all-star uh, appearance and play really well. I have no doubt in my mind that he will, but Ben going into this game, Scott Brooks may not be on the sidelines coaching, but, but he, he thinks that he, he still uh, has a good chance to, um, I guess earlier today in the, uh, the press conference after, um, after practice, Scott Brooks, he was asked if you, um, you know, about, about COVID protocol, he and four other players had to, um, pretty much uh, stay away from practice today for, uh, for safety protocol, uh, uh, reasons. Ben, what do we what do we think about this? Uh, Scott Brooks, he was asked, and uh, he was asked about if he would be able to coach tomorrow uh, after getting sick, um, and you know, following the league's health and safety protocol. He said, "I hope so. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. That's the plan." He doesn't know right now, and apparently, the four other players not named are they were cleared. So, what what do we gather from all of this coming back from All Star break? That's what I mean. It's like how how is this happening again? It doesn't seem like it's right. that serious because we mentioned Scott Brooks said that he, he plans on being there. It could just be like a little incident where uh, they had like a third contact with someone who had it. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're all healthy. I don't think Scott Brooks has it or anybody on the team has it. Um, I hope he's there. If he's not, the right. coaching staff is obviously prepared. Michael Lombardi is very, very, you know, experienced. You know, Ryan Richmond is there, very experienced. Uh, they have guys there who've, who've coached NBA games in the past. It, it won't be won't be that big of an issue, but yeah, you just, you just hope that it's not one of those situations where they have to miss time again. Cause the wizards have missed more time than any other team in the league with this COVID stuff. So hope that it's just a little bump in the road and it's not anything significant and it doesn't look like it will be, but uh, yeah, that's it. So we got Memphis coming up. Let's, let's end this on a, on a prediction. Are the wizards going to keep this momentum going? Cause you got a good win before the all-star break ended against the Clippers or began rather against the Clippers. Are they going to carry this over with a win? against Memphis. Ben, I'm definitely predicting a win for sure. Uh, I, I see them going, uh, improving to 15 and 20 and rising up these standings, Ben, really, as we look ahead, Memphis, then Philly, then two games in a row against Milwaukee, a game against Sacramento, then Utah, Brooklyn, Knicks, Knicks. So it's not the easiest slate. It's just not Sacramento, obviously the only like really outlier there as like non uh, playoff teams. And I, it would be, it would, uh, wouldn't be the best thing for the Wizards to lose this game coming up, uh, you know, with a, with a really tough stretch ahead. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Milwaukee, Philly is going to be tough. Brooklyn's obviously never easy. And you never really want, I mean, when the Knicks are good playing them in MSG, that's not the easiest thing to two games in a row. So, yes, Ben, I'm predicting a, uh, a win against Memphis. Russell Westbrook, triple-double, and Brad giving us one of his patented 30- to 40-point games and um, getting away with this win. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling it too. I mean, they look good against the Clippers. I think with the time off, like you mentioned with Russ getting able to heal himself and get some more more rest, I think he'll look like the Russ we know and love, uh, or at least uh, more like the Russ we know and love. And, and 
and he's going to come into it with with a competitive spirit, knowing that John Morant is kind of kind of passing the throne to him, right? I mean, he's he's he plays like Russell Westbrook, both incredibly athletic players. Um, I think you know John Morant's an MVP type player in the, in the not too distant future. So I think he's going to play with fire here. And when Russ does that, when he's motivated, he's, he's still a top point guard in the league. And like you said, Brad has a chance to bounce back. So yeah, let's 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 be optimistic to start the second half of the season. Lockdown Wizards fans, we're going for wins here and. And as always, we want to we wanna thank you for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow to review what's hopefully a win, but regardless, we'll be here. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lockdown Wizards will be here tomorrow. Anthony, you have anything else before we let them go? Yeah, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Ben and I always love coming to you Monday through Friday. Just like you said, go subscribe to that Lockdown Wizards podcast. And yes, tune in. 8 p.m. Eastern against the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's get a let's get a dub here, guys. Um, creeping creeping more close to that eight seed contention and uh, really the playoffs. So yeah, Ben, another great show, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. We can't wait to rock with you guys again tomorrow. So yes, enjoy your day, uh, your night, your morning, whenever you may be listening, and we we will be back at it again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.